Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. Hi, I'm Penny Haslam. Today in the podcast, what's your old dream that you've packed away? Go on, get the loft ladder out, go and get it out, dust it off. Let's have a look at it. I have had a good thought on something this week because I was running a workshop on the Zoom. It's running a workshop on the Zoom with a group of nine staff members. And one of the exercises was to think about something that you perhaps dreamt of doing or had in your mind as something that you wanted to achieve at some point. Now, often those dreams, I suppose you could call them, are there from early days. But the older we get, the less loud they are in our brains. So one thing I used to really want to do, and in fact, I started writing some comedy when I was about 15. It wasn't very good, obviously. That's fine. I was just starting. Um, I wanted to be a stand-up comic. I had grown up watching French and Saunders, Victoria Wood, excellent women, which was a rarity. So it was alternative comedy scene. Finally, we saw some women who were funny, not just the old Saturday night entertainers on television. So I wanted to do stand-up comedy. I had dreams of that when I was about 15. And then, you know, what do you want, what do you want to do with your life, Penny? Um, I don't know go to university, right? Yeah, okay, go to university. What do you want to do with your life? I don't know. I couldn't admit to it. I couldn't begin. I didn't get started. So I stuffed it into the back of my brain and hoped that it would go away as a thing. It would pay no attention to it, Penny. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It was probably 15 years later in my late 20s when I saw an evening class and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go and do that. And I thought, I won't do it as a comic. I'll go and think about doing it as a writer, maybe. Not a performer. No, no, no. Nothing to do with performing. That's not me. I'd really got myself into this kind of box of, you don't do that anymore. And I used to do performing all the time. I used to be in plays and shows as part of a youth group. And I loved it. I loved the production of it. I loved the team. I shouldn't have dusted it off. I packed it away. So I went along to this evening class with about 25 other strange people assembled (laughs) and this wonderful teacher called Jill Edwards, who basically got us all standing up in front of the room and having a go at making the room laugh, which is horrendously nerve wracking. You know, if you go along thinking, I'm just going to take a seat at the back and learn a little bit about comedy writing because it might be useful. Honestly, I was kidding myself, wasn't I? There I was. I think she had brought along a wooden spoon to pretend to be a microphone. It was that kind of like, just just stand up in front of the room, see how it feels, for goodness sake. You're not going to die. Obviously, you you think you are. And no one's going to mind. And she did this brilliant thing about feedback. She said, feedback has to be constructive. So what did we like? What could we do more of? What could we do less of? Not, I didn't like it. It didn't make me laugh. It's not good enough. That's not constructive or supportive feedback. So she was great. So I got up and I must have made room laugh a bit. And I felt quite good about it. And I sat down and thought, oh, my God, there's no getting there's no running away from this. I'm going to have to do it. 
I'm going to have to do stand-up, aren't I? This is my destiny calling. It's what is in me. It's how I'm built. It's my DNA. I need to be on a stage with a microphone chatting at some point. So there I did. I found myself, I think it was a 12-week course, 12 weeks later, doing my first ever stand-up routine. So yeah, that's where I found my feet as a performer, as an entertainer, as somebody whose calling was to communicate. But the point of talking about my dream to be a stand-up comic, which I didn't fulfil, by the way, but I, I, find, I find my funny in other ways, and that bit of me is satisfied, uh, was because one of the participants on the workshop dusted off his old dream and he shared it with the group. And this was the magical bit of it. You can have these old dreams... And it's just a little bit difficult to talk about them when it's when they're 20 years old. You know, 20 years later, you've still got a dream to be a writer, a singer, a poet, an ice skater, a performer. But yeah, sharing them 20 years past their sell-by date or seeming sell-by date can, can be embarrassing. You know, it, it's, it, we haven't achieved it, have we? It's like admitting a failure in a way. Anyway, let's get back to this gentleman on the course. This young fella in his late 20s shared with the group his idea. He says, I've always wanted to be a sports commentator. During a live match of anything, cricket, football, rugby, whatever, up in the media box, looking at the match, commentating on it. Wow. His job, his paid job at the moment is nothing like that. Um... So, wow, that was that was great. And people were really positive about it and didn't just go, no, you're never going to do that because the broadcasters will never pick you up because you're not a sports journalist because, 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 no, 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 none of that. They sat around and went, right, well, do you know what? Why don't you start a podcast? Why don't you go on other people's podcasts? Why don't you uh, do a YouTube channel? Why don't you do this, that and the other? Why don't you practice? Why don't you record yourself? See how fluent you can become. Um, listen all the time to other sports commentators. What do you like? What you don't like? Write a blog about it. I mean, all of that is prompting, gorgeous, easy to achieve. You know, it's within reach to do all that. Action which can make you feel bolder, which can make you feel more confident. What I'm saying is, dust off your old dreams, take a look at it. That comedy stuff never went away for me and it kept prodding me and prodding me and prodding me. And now when I do my motivational talking, my motivational stuff on the stages or on the Zoom, I put in as much humour as I can. Not jokes, but just funny co funny comments. I think it's so valuable to hold on to our dreams, but to take supported and inspired action around them. Don't be like me, like 30 years later, finally getting some, getting some funny stories into some talks on stages. But nonetheless, here I am, able to be quite funny, able to enjoy the sensation of it. And I hope he will go on to do something as well. What's your old dream that you've packed away? Go on, get the loft ladder out, go and get it out dust it off. Let's have a look at it. Would you like to receive my best advice to help you communicate with confidence? Why not sign up for my awesome email tips? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk forward slash email. And why not connect with me on Twitter and LinkedIn? LinkedIn.
Just search Penny Haslam. Thanks for listening. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.